All right, we are here. Oh, not really we, but me, John. Hi, hello. Uh, Melissa and Frankie are asleep because it's a Sunday morning. But you know who we do have with us? Someone pretty cool. His name is Edward. Hi, Edward. Hey, John. And now, why are you here, Edward? I'll, I'll tell you. I don't, you don't even have to tell Edward, <laughs> because Edward always manages to sneak into the theaters that are doing <laughs> these test screenings of the Harry Potter movies. How the hell do you always get to do this, Edward? Well, you know, this this is officially my, my first time, my first uh, sneak-in, and uh, it really wasn't a sneak-in. It was, um, you know, they, they do this screening every year, or every time three months or so before the film comes up and I was yeah. lucky enough uh, to be at the theater and uh, be with some good friends who were also going and uh, we got into got in to see it so we got a, a first look at a, a rather rough cut of the first Deathly Hallows film yesterday rough cut that's interesting yes, rough cut. Yes, did, you, yeah. did you see uh, Emerson and Eric or Micah or whoever the hell was there that we knew uh, yes, Emerson and uh, uh, Emerson Sparks and Eric Skull from Friends Over at MuggleNet were there, so we all yeah. got our, <laughs> we all had like half of a row together where yeah. us and our friends were able oh, to fun. sit there. So we got to see, see the film together for the that's, first time. Well, and, that's all right. Yeah, uh, it was good. I talked Did, about it. You see, when I when I heard that you saw it, I was like, oh man, like I what I want to see it with my friends and see mm-hmm. it all for the first time, like together with a butterbeer and all this. Stuff. <laughs> But I'm glad that you got to be there with friends. So at least that that wasn't like you were by yourself, like with a oh, bunch yeah. of reporters. Like uh-huh. I, I've done that before, and that was no fun. I did that for Phoenix. But anyway, no one wants to hear me reminisce. <laughs> People want to hear some details. You just probably wrote up like a major monster written report on this on Leaky that some of them may have read, and if they mm-hmm. haven't, they're crazy. They should go to <laughs> leakynews.com right away after they finish this, of course, because this is like a little teaser, mm-hmm. uh, and read the whole big thing. But um, tell me before I barrage you with questions, <laughs> is that the right word? I bar- bar- barrage? Barrage? Barrage. You can barrage, barrage someone. I will barrage you uh, <laughs> later. Um, okay. Tell us what what jumps out to you as what you think would be some of the most juiciest new info you can give us, having seen the rough. Oh, pack. oh my! Well, I think we should give a very big spoiler warning here oh, yeah. for the for the for the rest of the for the rest of this podcast and the next one and any uh, leaky post about this. If you want to read or you want to hear uh, details of, about the film, keep listening. If not, you know, listen to an old episode of podcast right now. Yes. Um, here, let me give him an alarm. <laughs> there you go. That's what I wake up to every damn morning. Isn't that awful? Oh, that's just wrong. Awful. I think. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, big spoilers. Do not continue sp- listening. Well, um, you know, I should say that since this was a rough cut, uh, some of the CGI effects and visual things weren't fully complete. They were either uh, computer renderings or like a green dot on on a stage where something was supposed to uh, 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 supposed to appear. And then also, there wasn't any original 
music in the film. It was all temporary placeholder music. Like from so iTunes? scores, well, scores from other films. Oh. <laughs> so I mean, like Shutter Island and Inception music was cool. in the background of this entire film, oh. among other. But um, you know, so some of the things that that really jump out at me, you know, we see um, uh, it starts. It has a very kind of chilling and very ominous opening with just Rufus Scrimgeour's eyes, like a letterbox shot of his eyes, and he's holding a press conference for the Wizard Press, talking about how the Wizarding people, he will, he and the, and the Ministry will defend their liberty and protect them from the evil that the Death Eaters and the Dark Forces are trying to take from them in this world. And I thought that was a very, very ominous opening for the film, which really led into the entire film following through with the sort of dark, dank, gray, overcast feeling and color scheme and just overall look, which I think really sets off the kind of danger that the world is facing in that time and how real how evil is essentially around every corner and lurking behind you as well um um as for specific things that 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 jump out at me uh i would say that the death eater meetup uh was just in the the first 10 minutes of the film with baltimore Oh, did it happen with like the the peacock and everything? Yes, yes. How was the peacock? Was the peacock <laughs> done, or was it a big green dot? That was that. That was finished. That was a uh, that yeah. That that was finished. I almost said something I shouldn't. Um, that was something. Are that there was things finished. that you shouldn't say. Well, there. <laughs> <laughs> Are there really um, like like they come out in the theater and we're like, don't tell no, anybody. Not, not in the theater, but I'm uh uh the the set visit. Oh, 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 sad visit spoilers. Oh, well, this, this trumps that, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. But, um, yeah, so that, so that, that was there. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, just throughout the entire scene, the different shots, you could see Charity Burbage suspended from the ceiling, just hovering oh. over that table. And there was a point where, at the end of Voldemort's speech, which was very, very true to the book, nearly verbatim, he takes Lucius's wand which he confiscates from him and snaps off the silver handle and throws it on the table oh no the little snaky head yes he does oh no no man I'm getting spoiled here this isn't cool oh man (laughs) well that's a big detail oh it it was it was really that was really the entire dynamic and I think the the play between Lucius and Voldemort in this film. It really it it, how it brings how Draco too. Draco is Draco is kind of defeated. He's he's his, he lost he sort of lost his will to be mm. powerful and stand up to or fight for. That's so sad. The Death Eaters, but in the Charity Burbage's pulled by over the table and he kills her and she thuds down on the table and oh. Nagini slides up on, on on the table and the final shot at the end of that scene is the snake coming towards you in the camera and then it mouth opening wide hissing and crashing Ooh. down oh so like the camera eats the, the camera yes which was quite I and think then it goes to da, 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 da. With, with Harry Potter logo, or does that come before that scene? That that was at, that was before that scene. That oh, was... that'd have been hilarious if it was right after <laughs> the big snake bite. Oh well. 
Oh, but that more than a few people, including myself, jumped at that point. Ooh, it was a scary. Yeah, so it was. They 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 do suspense and thrill and scary very well in Ooh, this film. Exciting. Uh, the 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 Seven Potters was also a done really really well i mean i'd say overall they were very faithful to the book i mean of course of course there was stuff that was cut or condensed or you know sort of rearranged a bit but as far as the entire story the entire film i thought they were perhaps i might have to see it again to be fully sure but it seemed like they were the most faithful to the story and especially to joe's words i mean there are a number of occasions where it's taken exactly Exactly from the book, like Voldemort, excuse me, uh, uh, Voldemort's speech and the will of Albus Dumbledore, and, and a lot of the lines and things from to do with uh, to to do with the Deathly Eaters and Malfoy Manor. A, a, a lot of that dialogue was lifted right from the book because I, I I don't think a person could write better. Oh man, that's good for them. I mean, like, why bother trying to write better? That dialogue, like that's the dialogue we want to hear. Mm-hmm. We've always wanted to hear this dialogue. Like, don't even attempt just for the sake of it. That's like when you sit in school and like you're sitting there trying to write a book report, and you're like, you have to reword the words. You can't just copy because that's plagiarism. So it's like you take someone who actually is good with words and you reword it with your crappy English, and then that's your English paper. That's that's like what they do with those sometimes uh, in these movies, but. Whatever, I'll I'll drop it and let that be. Um, <laughs> Not so much this time. So um, before before we give you any more details, you guys, we wanted to tell you that this little combo um, with uh, with me and Edward here, brought to you by uh, Pottercast iPhone stickers, um, <laughs> is actually just a little short preview little show because we are going to be doing a bigger show. Um, with Melissa and hopefully Frankie and Edward later on this week. Um, I think, uh, um, um, I don't know, Tuesday morning or Thursday morning. Regardless, um, if you were one of the lucky 500 people who happened to see the movie with Edward and Emerson, oh my God, I'm with Edward and Emerson, um, <laughs> and, got, and you want to tell us uh, things that you liked a lot about it, then you um, should give um, us an email with your story or even record yourself and put it in the email attachment. That'd be fancy. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a longer show. We're even going to make it live, and we're even going to make a call-out show out of it. So anyone who didn't see it that wants to stick around and maybe like ask a question, something we, God forbid, didn't think to ask, you can do that too. So that will be fun. Yeah. So what what else jumps out yet? We don't have to go in order here or anything, but like, what what? Curiously, what like big things weren't finished, like effects-wise, that you had like a bunch of green dots and um, all this nonsense floating around. There were there were two main things that that really stuck out. Um, one of them actually dealing with Dobby, who uh, appears oh, did he die? twice. Uh, yes, he appears twice in the film. First, in a very uh, sort of endearing moment where uh, he he and Creature actually bring Mundungus to Harry after mm. Harry, Harry and Hermione and Ron go to Grimmauld Place they, they find Creature and Creature reveals that Mundungus took the locket and Harry sends him off and, and uh, Creature meets up with Dobby in Diagon Alley on his quest to find and bring Mundungus back to Harry and there's this very tender and, and 
endearing scene that I think uh, a number of the audience members cheered and clapped when Dobby appeared on screen. So, um, where they're walking along the table and and, and and each of them are sort of knocking the other out of the way in, in, in order to get Harry's attention and tell them of their tale to catch Mundungus. And I, it was just, it was really, really well done. And I think reintroduced Harry, reintroduced Dobby rather to you know the characters who hadn't haven't seen him in six films and the audience as well so i thought that that was done very well and he does come back for the big malfoy manor sequence and the part that wasn't completely finished was the one of the most crucial parts of the film was when bella throws that dagger at at them Ooh. right as they're disapparating so instead of seeing the actual characters it was sort of a computer rendering of where their bodies and faces will be and the and the knife going into this like swirl of their their, their bodies as they uh. disapparate and disappearing and going pop so that was one bit that was that wasn't fully finished and the second bit was uh the scene where uh nagini essentially comes out of the mouth of Bethilda Bag shot at Godric's Hollow. That was something that wasn't finished uh, at all yet. There was a, a dot on the stage floor where that was uh, <laughs> So, so that wasn't so scary. <laughs> not not well, I mean, they had a shot of the actress, I assume, like opening her mouth very wide and you can sort of start to see something come out of it, but the, the actual appearance of Nagini was not finished in that sense. Interesting. All right, so well, I've been dying to know for sure. Now that we, now that we know for sure, not they might not change it after this point. Where the hell did this movie end? Um, you know, I uh, after the film, uh, the director David Yates um, and uh, producers David Barron and David Heyman, along with Alan Horn, were there. The test screening, so I was able to speak to them a little bit, and you know that was one of the first thing that first things that I asked them was that you know since this is still sort of a working copy, a rough cut, it, it, it would the end change? And uh, David Barron confirmed to me that no, the split will end when or the the film will end will be split when Voldemort cracks open uh, Dumbledore's tomb at so and raises his wand and casts that bolt of lightning up into the air so that 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 is so ominous and intense i love it that the the ending was really was really good because it it's it's right after harry berry's dobby and they go right in from that very emotional and (laughs) tragic sequence there to voldemort going to hogwarts and voldemort's tomb is sort of on this little island uh sort of by the shores of the Great Lake and he walks over to the tomb and uses his um, Lucius's wand to like crack it open this big crack goes right down the center of this marble monstro- this marble tomb and top lips off and there he is staring in Dumbledore's you know dead face essentially and he grabs the wand and raises it so yeah so that that, that is where part one will end Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh my God! Oh, I want to see it, but I don't because that will mean that there's only one more to see, and I'm gonna cry. Do you do you feel all emotional that there's only one more for you to see now? I kind of do. I kind of do. I mean, uh, it's um, I you know, seeing do. it three months early was. I mean, it was. It was, it, it, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it was. It 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 it, it was a treat. But um, you know, I'm I'm really not. 
I'm sort of even more excited now to see it when it's actually released in theaters because of A, the visual effects, but mostly hearing uh, Despot's actual soundtrack, I mean, which I believe he's still in the process of recording, hearing what his, how he is going to add music to the film and add to those moments. I I mean, it was completely thrilling just to hear, you know, like, Jurassic Park theme under something, but uh, to, hear, <laughs> to hear what he'll come up with and how that'll work with a film, I think it'll make it even more amazing. So I'm, well, if, cool. if possibly, even more excited to see it this November. Well, speaking of getting excited here, I want you to give give the audience here um, the top or five cool, awesome teasers for what we're going to be talking about in the full show this Ooh. week. In no five particular of- order. Okay, no, 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 no particular order. Okay, well, I think we'll 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 talk a bit about Xenophilius uh, Lovegood. Ooh, okay. And his uh, his you know he's he's a father who'll do anything to get his daughter back, and that's. Ooh, there you go. Okay. Um, we're gonna talk about the Seven Potters, Ooh. that the entire sequence, and I heard the, Harry's so- in a bra or something. Harry might be in a frilly, lacy bra for That's hot. a moment. Is there any moments where, like, like one of the Harrys is like peering under his clothes to like check out like the equipment or? Anything? <laughs> N- not, not, not that. That, but, that always uh, creeped me out. Like they're walking around. Like if I had like six of my friends like with my body, I'd be like, they're all probably looking at my stuff. <laughs> Wouldn't you think? Like at some point that evening, like you know, I'm. Um, um, I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I mean, like, when you're a guy and you have stuff, like, name one time in, like, a five or six hour period where you're not bothered with it. You know? Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm yes. just saying, you know, call, mm-hmm. e- email me if you want to yell at me, but that always weirded me out about that scene, so. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. Yes. All right. Well, other um, than that, the seven that- potters. Um, we, we're going to talk about the uh, chase after the Seven Potters, uh, the chase from the Death Eaters after the Order leaves Privet Drive, and awesome. uh, talk a bit about Hedwig. Oh, yeah, Hedwig, oh, my God. Ah, what happened to Hedwig? Is it she live or did she die or did she get oh. sent to witness protection? No one knows. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Should, should we save that for the full show? or? Well, I, talk I, let's talk that? about it because people, that's a big her. question. Uh, you know, um, okay, Long and short of it, Hedwig does die. Um, he, um, Harry, you know, sends sends him off as we see in the trailer. It's you know, stepping out. Is it a girl owl? Oops, him, him. Oops, Hedwig. Sorry. Hedwig uh, sends Hedwig. her off. Yeah. Uh, on on the on the doorstep as as you know he steps out of private drive and she uh-huh. goes off and then the order comes and they do the seven potters transformation and they go out and they fly up and they fly up and they fly up and then the death eaters arrive and that uh-huh. that it is basically from Harry's point of view looking up breaking through the clouds a swarm of bats raining down on them it's oh, what the death eaters look like and casting spells and curses and during that sequence Hedwig you know flies back to Harry <laughs> what the to hell would she do him, that for to, 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 to defend him oh her own and so she heroic. is she is she is AK'd it's so heroic though like they like they they go out of their way to make it so damn heroic like <laughs> in the book it's just like one of those like ah this is real life things happen mm-hmm. this is so sad and like this is but like no like they give her the big hero sequence or she yeah. had a chance to leave and she came back and took an <laughs> AK to the face 
to defend Harry. To defend Harry. And you are, I'm sorry, Howie, you're an owl. You don't <laughs> do magic. You can deliver mail. What did you think you were going to do? Like, peck their eyes out? Like, <laughs> this was not a very well thought out plan. Well, you know, you she was caught to, up in the moment. You have to appreciate her courage and everything, yes. but like, had a wig. Like, we were just debating recently, like, when they send owls to deliver mail, are these magical creature owls that are different from our owls here in Muggle World, or are these, assume it, just regular owls that are in this understanding of the magical world? I don't well, know, but... They'd have to have some to find, you know, find serious black and okay flies to, you know, Jamaica. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have to have some sort of <laughs> magicability. <laughs> That's true. Find a friggin' Jamaica. Yeah. Find a criminal. I don't <laughs> think any other owl is going to know what that to do. Probably not. Pro- yeah, for sure. Okay, well, Edwig, Edwig the hero, uh, the bravest owl we ever knew, apparently. He was. Um, she was. She was. She, she was, <laughs> she indeed. Was. Uh, and two more. Give us two more teasers two more. for this. Oh, two more, two more. Um, oh, let's see. Let's see. We'll, we'll. I think we'll talk a bit about Umbridge and what the Ministry is doing. Ooh. How, how, how that, how, how that's going on. And she's still oh, having fuck. relations with the Centaurs. Uh, I, I don't think so. I, Harry Potter I, sequel. I, I, I don't think they're on um, texting okay. terms. All right. That's um, uh, and lastly, uh, well, I think we're going to talk about um, a dance Harry and Hermione share. Oh. Uh, in the tent after. Oh, well, I, I shall. I, I shall not say more. But yeah, they 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 have they have a dance. And um, a part B, well, I think we'll also talk about uh, the Silver Dough, Ooh, which Silver uh, is. Um, probably one of my if if I was to list top three favorite moments or favorite really? sequences from this, then I mean, the, the 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 silver dough would be among them. I tell you what, you know, speaking of all of that, like if there's any moment in part two that I'm looking forward to more than anything else to see, the acting is freaking Princess Tale. Mm. Oh my gosh! Yes, Alan Rickman, show me you are Snape in Princess <laughs> Tale. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, Edward, awesome. 22 minutes of awesome. Oh, cool. He saw the movie. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. Most of you haven't seen the movie, you losers. <laughs> I think I'm... Um, <laughs> it would be safe to say that this was the first screening ever. So ever. among 500 only, people to see the film ever. Only 500 really cooler than you people. Ah, not true. Not, not true. true. Not true. Certainly. Okay. But we will be back watch the recording date uh, you'll see at leakynews.com and go to leakynews.com also to see and read the full report if you can't wait for the rest of the show and maybe read the full report and maybe you realize that Edward in, in his in, you know, all of his effort here did forget to tell you something then you can write us and say Edward you didn't tell us about the other time and well, maybe we'll talk about that. So definitely, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Edward. It was a beautiful spending Sunday morning with you. It was very wonderful too. We should do this more often. <laughs> we should once a week, whether or not there's death yes. All right. Uh, this one's for Hedwig here, guys. For uh, Hedwig. Un- until next time, come back here soon, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Very cool. See you later. Bye, Edward. Bye, John. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. 
spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. 